0: Uh, one, let the people know what BRRR means. You said you BRRR. Oh, sure, what exactly sure, sure. is that?
1: So BRRR is B-R-R-R. BRRR is buy, renovate, rent, and refinance. Or, mm. you know, some people say B-R-R-R-R, which is buy, renovate, rent, refinance, and repeat. And that's just one of the, there's so many ways to get into real estate, Correct. And some people like subject two. Some people like selling mm-hmm. finance. Some people like to just put their money down to twenty percent. But mm-hmm. I like the Burr method simply because I'm able to come into a home that that is distressed and undervalued. I'm able to add things to it to bring up its value. Correct. And I can get my money back.
0: gang peoples how are we doing this is mike kelly we are back another great episode ahead of the real estate show um this brother right here don't need too much introduction he is an alumni 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 three times This brother has been on our show has graced us with his expertise he's an investor killing the game be prepared for a lot of knowledge insight and wisdom this brother right here tylen no need to mention companies and all that. He's just an an real estate an investor, a knowledgeable one. Not someone where as though eh, and and not there's no knock to them. But you got a lot of people on social media. By my cause, by my cause, this brother is the real deal. Let's give a warm welcome to Mr. Tyler, brother. How you doing?
1: Thanks for having me, man. Thank you for having me again. Oh man, I'm brother. Let me you like see like I.
0: Okay, thank you. And like I was saying is. Three times a charm, brother. You came, you know. We act. You've always supported this show. We really appreciate that because you literally seen the growth. And like I tell people all the time, is don't don't feel as though you have to be good starting off. I mean, you've seen it. Little by little, we getting better and better and better absolutely, and better. Right? Absolutely, so, I
1: appreciate. I mean, I respect yeah. it.
0: I'm, I'm a fan mm. of it, man. And I appreciate that, brother. Um, so. Tylen, go ahead and say your whole name. I just said Tylen. You you let oh, people th- know we <laughs> I should have
1: put it, I should have put it in the thing. I just put Tylen. it's Tylen Direct, uh uh the company name, Direct Holdings. Uh, you know, uh, you know, but you know, that's that's my and, name.
0: <laughs> and, and, and that's your name. And now, Tylen, let the people know, people who have not seen episode two or or number one, how long you've been in the real estate game and what got you into investing.
1: Nice, in nice. Real so I've been in real estate buying and holding real estate 10 years mm. and what initially got me into it was uh, just just i was watching hgtv one day <laughs> mm. and and okay. i saw these people fixing up houses and selling them and i was like i think i can do that right and so mm. uh, me and my buddy we, we we took a chance and did a flip things didn't go so well but this was mm-hmm. before the two year uh um, um stint with with long-term rentals this was actually before that um, okay. this was 08, 09, everything tanked on us while we were flipping. Mm. And so I didn't do real estate again for maybe like a year and a half, two years. And mm. I didn't want to be a landlord, but really at that time, there was really nothing. I didn't see another way to eat in real estate, you know? Okay. Um, I was like, the flip game is kind of like, not what it was because all the values are down. Um, the best thing that I saw was buying and holding properties and I didn't want to be a landlord, but, um, I was like, you know what, if I can buy one property and pay my car note, then I, i'm cool with that so then i bought a mm. three unit it paid my car note and i was like hmm. i said well if i can pay my car note maybe pay for you know some expenses i'm cool with that bought another one. Uh-huh. then i was like well maybe i can you know it just kept going 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 and, mm. and then i just never stopped from there so that's how i started
0: so so the maximum this is backed it up a little bit you won kudos to you because you got inspired by hgtv right i got this thing against hgtv in terms of it's kind of a good and bad thing and what i mean by the you know the good because they always show you the good side right hey they don't show you when the deals fall apart but you actually took that and you got inspired to say i can do that transition into your first deal and you said i can do this you said you purchased a three family unit and you went on and on and off. Of mm-hmm. Was
1: deals just a plethora just all over the place or how so, was you able to get that deal? So ideally I wanted to buy houses, fix them up and sell them, of course. Mm. But the margins gotcha. were like just not there because mm. everything just kept tanking, tanking, tanking. Okay. And so buying and holding, you know, I thought about it. I said, well, if everything's tanking, I can get it for a better deal. Mm. the rents aren't thinking it's not like correct it's not like the rents are going down it's like the volumes are going down and so i found my first deal um 90th and um burley actually and um it's east if you if anybody's familiar with chicago it's south side but it's east um, mm. i got that home i got that three unit for 150 um i made about 900 a month off of it something like that And that home today is worth just about two hundred and ninety thousand. Wow. Something like that. You know, just from buying and holding. I still own it. And, um, nice. and, and, and so I just, you know, I didn't Ideally, like I said, I just wanted to sell properties Buy them, fix them I, I wanted the glorious part of real estate Like you said, correct, correct, you,
2: correct, correct, correct. People
1: buying houses, fixing up houses Selling them, making a yeah, million dollars yeah, 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 yeah. I thought that was going to be my life But I got hit by okay. by reality And I had mm. to adjust, you know um, It, it almost scared me away but it, but it didn't, you know And I was able to kind of bounce back from it And just keep buying
0: so. nice nice i'm a buy a whole kind of guy and i take it you are as
1: well oh, i am now i wasn't well, there first now okay i, I wasn't there first when i first came in like i said i just wanted to flip but just click. to flip right oh, so absolutely. what was that what was that
0: click to make you say i need to hold on to this
1: well yeah i just i just i looked at it and i said okay i can't really flip for the numbers i want to flip for because the market is down but i can right. buy and mm-hmm. this stuff will go up eventually Mm. And 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 I was just thinking, like, why not get my money on a monthly basis? It's almost that nice. question of some people are like, "Hey, if you win the lottery, would you take twenty million dollars today, or would you take, I don't know, twenty grand a month, correct, 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 whatever?" Correct. And and people did have their different perspectives on that. Mm. But um, for me, the residual, you know, if if it's going to last longer than the biggest chunk, bigger chunk, then I want the residual. You know, cause eventually, once I hit my number. That's going to be it, but with the residual, mm. I'll always have some money. And it was the best mm. thing ever because when the market boomed, I was able to pull from the properties I bought because I got nice. it at such a good deal. And that's nice. when I was able to take uh, 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 chunks of money and really start investing aggressively. I always nice. tell people my first five years real estate out of the ten out of the ten years I've been buying and holding mm-hmm. the first five years, I think I own five homes,
0: okay, and over the five? last okay. five
1: years. Mm. I bought, you know, thirty something more homes.
0: Give that brother a round of applause for that yeah, right yeah, yeah. there. Let me see back. Okay. There we go. There we go. Yeah. Yeah, brother. Shit. Yeah, that, that that's awesome right there, man. You yeah. said you brought 30 some homes within the last five years. Absolutely. So what what was that? Well, well, the first thing I'm gonna say, Todd, you can't bump the camera a little bit. We don't we get we don't wanna get in after you hit there we go there, there we go. go right there my bad. so it's all good what uh um so what what was the sudden acceleration considering the market we in that made you just jump on uh 30 something homes after you, know, after you know the five years into the business
1: there, there was two things um one was um fear right fear like you mm. know um the first thing was like i bought my first rental property you know the furnace went out, and then I had a, a, a I had to get a, a tenant in there. The one tenant lost her job, and there was like mm. little things like that. And I was I was becoming acclimated to being a, a landlord. And so for the first two years, I only owned that one. Okay, right. So two mm-hmm. year, my two year journey was just one property. Then mm. year three, I bought another one. I you know I, I got some courage to buy another one, um, um, and then you know. Year four and five, I also bought like, like, I think five, I bought two year five. And then the market started to turn a little bit where I had equity and I was able to go ahead uh, and refi. This is the second thing. I was able to go ahead and refi those properties. Now, when I was able to refi those properties, I walked away with a, a, a good chunk of money. And so now I was able to start burning deals because I had the money. You know, mm, I had the capital mm. to go fix them up, refin- fix, fix up, refinance, fix them up, refinance them, and that's okay. how I was able to scale faster. You know? Nice,
0: nice. So, okay, a couple, well, you said a lot, then I want to unpack some of it. Uh, one, let the people know what "Burr" means. You said you "Burr." Sure, what sure, exactly sure. is that?
1: So, "Burr" is B R R R. "Burr" is buy, renovate, rent, and refinance. Or, mm. you know, some people say B-R-R-R-R, which is buy, renovate, rent, refinance, and repeat. And that's Be- just one of the, there's so many ways to get into real estate. Correct. And some people like subject two. some people like selling mm-hmm. finance, some people like to just put their money down to 20%. But mm-hmm. I like the Burr method simply because I'm able to come into a home that that is distressed and undervalued. I'm able to add things to it to bring up its value. Correct. And I can get my money back
2: you know mm.
1: so the example okay. would be if the home is fifty thousand dollars and you know it takes fifty thousand dollars to fix up i go to the bank i give them twenty percent down they give me the loan and then let's say the home is worth two hundred thousand i can refinance it for typically seventy to eighty percent of what it's worth on average seventy percent um mm-hmm. uh, very few of them are doing eighty percent nowadays but you know there they, they are th- exactly. some out there exactly. you know? but um so then I walk away with the one forty, and so now when it, it I, I call it flipping to yourself.
2: Mm, everybody, yourself.
1: everybody wants to do a flip, just like me. Correct. Everybody, when I first came in the game, I just want to flip, 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 flip. And I said, "Look, how about this? How about you flip the home to yourself and gain a rental?" And mm. said, what do you mean? What do you mean? Because when I say bird method, I think a lot of people think it's like real estate jargon. And and they 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 get a little nervous. They feel like it's like a like an acronym that they're not familiar with, and they, they don't want to be involved. But you're familiar with flipping, so just think of it like a flip from yourself to your company.
3: Mm. And
1: now you're going to walk away with the the uh, the uh, some money out of the loan, which is tax free. You're going to walk away with your down payment, and you're going to walk away with equity, equity, and um residual income. As opposed mm. to fixing up a house, selling it, walking away with a chunk of money, and then being taxed on the money. And now you don't exactly. have a rental, you don't have equity, you don't have a tax write-off, you don't have appreciation or depreciation, you don't have any of those things. You sold the property. Mm. You know. Mm. Well, 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 let me ask you something. Uh, let, me, let me pull back a little
0: bit. I'm going to play devil's advocate. Mm-hmm. Um, Because I think I had, well, kind of speaking for myself, I might be speaking for a few people watching. What do you say to people... Who say now you're going in, you buy the property, refinance it, fix it up, you're refinancing at the current value, you're pulling capital out, right? Yep. To hopefully to do another deal. But while you pull that capital out, that's money that has to be paid back, correct? Absolutely. Absolutely. Now, now that's money has to be paid back, but you offset that by having a tenant in there who's actually paying for that. Correct?
1: exactly exactly
0: so now your debt went from here to there so clearly the goal is to never pay the property off basically is not i'm unsure
1: but yes. well everybody's strategy is different i've heard correct, people say refi till you die right correct okay I've heard,
0: okay I've heard, so you I've, heard, die. Gotcha.
1: I've heard people say refi <laughs> till you die i've heard some mm-hmm. people say when they get a certain age they're going to stop pulling money I don't mm. think there's a wrong way to do it, but I would exactly. say they all have this common thing. Uh, um, or this one thing in common is they want the tenant to pay off the debt. Right. Okay. As long okay. as you can cover the mortgage, the expenses and pay yourself and grow, then mm-hmm. I think it's a good deal. If you got a thousand dollar mortgage sense. and that person is in there for $1,600, it's a good deal. You know, great deal. Great deal. Because you got 30% equity. You got the tax write off. You know, you got everything. Um, I mean, it's, it's like, it's, it's, it's one of the best vehicles i've seen in investing i mean i've looked into everything i thought about starting every type of business you know, you sit around and think about all these businesses you correct, correct, correct 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 real estate just offers
0: real estate just, is the best
1: it's the best you know
0: and, and also it fast tracks you to your you said 30 something deals by using that formula
1: yep exactly um,
0: exactly just to add a little add a little more on top of that um we interviewed someone and they brought this they brought this strategy up and i said hey man that that is a good one um literally refinanced all the money out of all their properties. I think they had some like 20, 25 different properties took that was able to buy more deals and living off the rest, mm-hmm. but to have a life insurance policy for that debt and much higher. So something happens to them and you set the, the trust up to give the will directions to pay all the debt off. So oh, this way, sure. whoever whoever gets the property is getting a debt free property. Oh, I said, sure. "Wow, damn, is that, that, that's the game, huh?"
1: Well, well, a lot of people, like, that's that's part of the concept of refi till you die. A lot of re-fi people, you know, yeah. they'll be they'll be seventy, eighty years old. They kind of feel like, okay, I'm close to the edge. Let me refinance everything now. Mm. That way, it's tax free, right? Correct. And mm-hmm. because you know, when you when you hand a child to someone beneficiary and you don't do it through a trust, mm. you know, you, you know, they get taxed if they sell it or whatever the case may be, you know? So it's mm-hmm. like, okay, I'm gonna pull the money out and then I'm gonna just bump up my life insurance policy. And when I get Correct. out of here, I'm gonna just have it pay it off. So I've definitely heard that. That's, that's a brilliant strategy.
0: Br- br- brilliant strategy. Um, so, so let's, let's back it up a little bit. You mm-hmm. said different ways of getting into real estate, which we all know that I've always told people, I said, real estate is the actual balk and the tree limbs is the different avenues you can get into, whether it be commercial, mm-hmm. residential. You know, how you go about your financing? Twenty you know, percent, you said, by getting other people's money. Subject to. Those. What would you say to an investor fresh and said, Tyler, look, I, I, I don't, I don't have as much money. Mm-hmm. Um, I got a very little knowledge. I've been watching YouTube videos. I've been watching the Headley Group real estate show. These pop what did what is three to five or whatever steps that you would give me to move forward is getting into real estate?
1: Oh, absolutely, To be an investor. The number one way, um, well, there's two ways to get into real estate with okay. no money, well, or little money. Um, wholesaling is one that a lot of people talk about. Um, mm-hmm. Wholesaling, I've seen people be very successful at it. I see. And what is wholesaling,
0: be... please? Wholesaling,
1: okay, okay, okay. So wholesaling, my bad. Wholesaling is basically when you take a property, you put a contract on it, and then you sell that said contract to a buyer for a higher price, right? And people like to get into real estate with this strategy because then you're just moving paper, right? Mm. Um, You do have to be skilled at, you know, finding deals that are ideal for the seller and the Mm. buyer, but that is one way to get in it. But my Mm. favorite way to get into real estate would be house hacking, Right? I, I like that. House let people know the, what house hacking is. Yeah, exactly. So house hacking is basically when you buy a piece of property, and and typically it's a multi-family, right? A four, three, or two unit, and you live in one unit, and you rent the other ones out to offset the um, the mortgage. So an okay. example, if if it's a four unit and the building's bringing in, if you got three of the units rented out and it's bringing in a thousand dollars per unit, and that mortgage happens to be You know, twenty five hundred. You now can live in one unit for free, and you're going to make a five hundred dollar profit on that building. I think that's a great way to start real estate because now you have an opportunity to save money, get a get real estate experience, and get into a home for a low down payment. And Mm. the biggest part of our expenses is often like our rent or mortgage. Like between our rent, mortgage, and car notes. And, and everything to do with our car, that's typically like 80% of what everybody's spending outside of food, right? Mm, so typical. if you get to, yeah, yeah typically, you know, um, uh, for the average American, right? And, and so mm-hmm. if you can like eliminate your living costs, you know, yeah, it is. I mean, that you, that's big. You, you know? should be
0: stacking money.
1: You should be stacking money. You're able to stack mm-hmm. money, work your job. I always tell people, don't be so quick to work your job. Use your job as a vehicle. And everybody wants to be an entrepreneur, but I always tell people work on the big three first, you know, Mm. because all everybody, you know, invests in the big three and the big three is insurance policies, the market and real estate, you know, if you don't have roots in those, whatever business you start, no matter how good it, how good it, it takes off or explodes. If you don't have roots in the big three, you're coming back down. Like, you know, it. It, it, it always happens, you know, mm-hmm. Jay Z or Kanye or whomever. All these guys, you know, have fundamental investing knowledge. You know, mm-hmm. um, you know, you, you got to learn how to let, do a layup before you do a 360 dump. That's you know? it. That's it. And so it. I, I always believe in just taking, you know, steps with the big three.
3: Are you looking for a real estate brokerage to help you buy or sell your property? The healthy Group Realty is here to assist you with that process. We also hire brokers to join us and give them the best training and mentorship, leading to a great office atmosphere and an attractive commission structure. Our goal is to show home ownership at the highest professional level and empower the real estate business. If you're interested in buying or selling your property, visit www.theheadleygroup.com or call us at 336-904-6212. We look forward to partnering with you.
0: I like that. I like that you gave them the basic bullet points of like, in your way of how to get in real estate. Because again, mm-hmm. you said four units, four units and under, and they might probably be able to get an FHA loan, three, three, three and a half percent down, um, using it as an owner occupant and be able to leverage that to do other things. Mm-hmm. That, exactly. that was great. Great. I like that. Um, you mentioned. Hold on to your job. And that's the first thing. I know we want to quit our job so mm-hmm. so much, but let that be your job, be your first investor, right? If you look at it, that's, that's the perspective. Okay, well, okay. I don't have a peers or, a, well, that means that if I'm making X amount of money, that means I'll be putting a percentage of that aside every month so I can build up to have a down payment. You
1: exactly. Agree? I, I love that concept and I will wholeheartedly mm-hmm. agree. One thing I'm noticing about this generation um, just in general, and and especially generation this generation of black men and the next generation under mm. the, the millennials and the Gen is mm. it's not cool to have a nine to five,
0: ain't that something? And,
1: and they and they would rather I'm seeing grown men that would rather not work, not have anything, and they think that that's better than working a nine to five.
0: That's crazy.
1: It, it, to me, mm. that's like psychologically backwards. Because Real not ears. having anything scares me as a grown man out of here. Very much so. so whatever I got to do to get something, you know, with legally, right? But, Correct. But, you know. I got it, bro. Right, 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 right. You know, exactly. I, I'm going to work. And I worked my job proudly for years. Smart. And, and I bought mm-hmm. property on the side for mm-hmm. years. And mm-hmm. so I woke up one day, I did my taxes, and I said, you know what? I think I'm at a point where I can stay or leave if I want to. And I still kept working. That's it. You know That's it. Mm. And, and, um, and, and and um people just they don't understand that the nine to five isn't a trap, it's an opportunity. Opportunity. You know and if you gotta you gotta pimp the nine to five, you gotta use it, it to your advantage. I mean, mm. you know, some people aren't blessed with a job and it's, you're not lame for working a job and you're not uncool for working a job. It's a blessing to have a job. It's only a bad thing when you don't do for yourself with the opportunity of the job. There it is. If you sit in your right job there. and you never buy anything or invest anything or do anything outside of it, that's when it becomes a trap. You that's know? right. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. So, I mean, a job is a beautiful thing. And, and I think more people need to look at it and, 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 and take advantage of the opportunity of the nine to five. I hate this generation of just guys. Mm-hmm. Like, I ain't working for nobody. And it's like, well, we're going to just sit on your couch because you ain't going to work for nobody. Basically. basically. I want to be my own boss. You got to learn how to be a boss first.
0: Mm.
2: You, get, you, know, you know you
1: gotta you gotta work under a boss so you can know how to be a boss you know mm-hmm. everything you said steps. i'm sorry go ahead i say nobody's respecting the steps but go ahead my
0: bad. that's right no everything you said is literally perspective and how you see things you no know, you said mm-hmm. hey listen i'm seeing this as an opportunity this is a vehicle a bridge get from point a to point c the point of a b and c and d kudos on that versus some people it's like oh, i go to a job, I, you know, like I hated it. Okay, well, it's temporarily. Nobody said you have to be here forever. Mm-hmm. Um, let's transition into, you said you got, you mind telling me how many doors do we have now? So
1: doors? currently uh, 45.
0: 45. Yes, 45 doors. Let, let's, let, let, let's let the people <laughs> marinate on this right here. This brother owned 45 doors. Just listen to me. Let, let me look dead into this camera. Yeah. This brother started 10 years ago. And actually, really, the last five years, catapulted, yeah. brought 30-something doors, brother, on 45 doors. Can real estate happen for you? Of course it can. But what I'm getting out of the brother, what he's saying here is he slow-walked it, little by little. He didn't bite sure. off more than he can chew. Uh, Tyler, let me dig into this. Do you have any partners? No, I don't have any partners. Mm-hmm. That's the next and phase. That's the next phase. Oh, so before you get into that, because I'm going somewhere with that. There's so like the brother said initially. So many ways you can get in real estate. You can get in with partners, with an S, or you can get it by yourself. Yep. Getting in with partners, a lot of great benefits. You can learn so much, fast track it, uh, um, uh, less money probably out of the pocket. But I guarantee you, this brother probably get picked up a Harvard education by doing things his own, doing things his way initially by himself. And now he's going to transition. Now you can go in Thailand and saying, "Tell me beauty about the partnership that you're about to get into now."
1: No, definitely. I I, I want to scale. Uh, when I first mm. came on the show, I think I was the very first time I was about to close on my thirty-two, thirty-two. It, 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 yeah, it was because you, you, you second time. Time. You, you was
0: thirty-two then. I think well, it's yeah, the time. It,
1: right. it, I was closing on thirty when I okay. came back. I was at thirty-two, and now it and now it's forty-five, and and, and, and now. I just got a verbal commitment for three more uh single families. So the other day. So, we, head, bro. so next time. We're we, we, we 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 gonna get another
0: round with applause, man. <laughs> this brother got you a sure verbal commitment. So so hold on. Before we go into the the, the second part with the partnership, yeah. I gotta ask you. You mentioned you're in Chicago, Illinois, correct? Absolutely. Okay, and, and I know we, we talked about this before. Sometimes, you know, the media Chicago, give Chicago a bad rap, but you're actually working it through, right? you you on the ground. I mean, you seeing what's going on. you saying, sure. hey, this is my backyard. I'm working on it. This is nothing for me. What do you say to people where as though multifamily, two, three, four units or bigger um, is not as available? All Not right, non-available. Should they go at another route or what do you say to that? Or in other so, words, or oh, when they do hit the market, they're so high
1: that there's no margins there. It's
0: a waste of time.
1: So I, so I own currently now a 45-door, six properties are multifamily. Nice. And, and the other 32, 30 some are single-family homes. So I always tell people there's more than one way to skin a cat. And I see mm. the benefits of both. I actually have a preference of buying single-family homes. That's just okay. me. Now, I think everybody should start with multifamily homes because okay. you can house hack. Right? Mm. You can you can afford more because you, they're going to allow you to, to count 70% of the income from the other units to qualify for nice. your debt-to-income. Right? And so mm-hmm. debt-to-income DTI is basically... A calculation of how much house the bank thinks you can afford. So when you're starting out, you want to start out with multi-families. And that's what I did. Mm. But you have, you have IQ in real estate and then you have EQ. Right. And Mm. I like, I call it, uh, I call it emotionally intelligent investing. Okay. Right. Okay. And, and, And so these are the things that you can't see on paper. A lot of guys talk 1% rule, 2% rule, cap rate. Those things are all work that they're, they're 100% rep, right? But what I found with the single-family home tenant is that these people tend to be more settled.
2: Nice. Right?
1: Sure. They tend to be family-oriented. They tend to be a little older. They tend to be just more, they don't want to move. You know, people don't, you know, from my experience, a lot of them don't move into single-family homes to then move out the next year. Whereas That's right. the, 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 multifamily, uh, home people, sometimes
2: it's, in, and it's, it's, it's in and out. Correct. I'm just in, in and town
1: out. or I'm, I'm about to buy a house or I want to get a house or, you know, some stay, I do have some that some stay. Grow Correct. Roots, Okay, you know. Um, and typically they're older and they're downsizing from my experience when they do stay, they, they had a house already, they raised their kids and now they reverse engineering the situation. So I, I like to I like people to stay and I like people to be comfortable and I like people to enjoy their home and so I kind of you know if you can't find the multifamilies I always tell people don't be afraid of to answer your question I know that's a long way, winded way to answer no the question, no it's fine it's fine go ahead but 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 if you can't find multifamilies that are a good deal a lot of people just throw away the concept of investing in a single family home. Mm, There's true. a lot of single family homes that you can add value to, refi, and still make a good money, good money on. Good money. And and mm. then you, you know, when you add the value, you address all major systems. You address the roof, furnace, electrical, plumbing, and, and now you got this person who's more settled, and you have all major systems addressed. It's a good investment. Mm. You know, and then also Makes you can sense. put the gas snow removal you can kind of uh uh also the grass the grass and the mm. snow removal on them because it's a house that's right you know mm-hmm. so um i would say don't be afraid to diversify i have a very diversified portfolio predominantly single family and i know a lot of people okay. are like what what, what? you got to get both high families you know and it's yeah. like it's like yeah i got those two. i got you those two. <laughs> you know but, but that's but, right know, brother th- there's nothing wrong with the single-family home. Investment correct, correct, correct it's, all, correct. it's a nothing. numbers game,
0: mm. you know,
1: especially when you're scaling.
0: Yeah. So, what do you say to short-term rentals, Verbo, Airbnb, furnished finders? What's your take
2: on
1: that? I said a couple years ago, people said I was crazy. I, when the Airbnb boom, I said this is going to slow down. Mm. I said the concept is new. People are excited. It, it, and um but when the prices start to go up a little bit uh-huh. and they got close to the hotel prices okay i think people looked at customer service and was like fresh towels room service security okay. you mm-hmm. know um they can't just cancel on me you know like airbnb they can cancel at any time they can their correct, own spin correct. on it um and now you see these airbnb starting to slow up So Mm. I think short-term rentals are a great investment personally, but I always tell people if you can't buy the short-term rental with long-term numbers, Mm. to me, it's a bad deal. Okay. Right. So if Mm. I got this home and I can't afford this mortgage without a long-term renter. Got you. I can only do it with a short-term renter. It's a bad deal okay because worst okay. case scenario market times people aren't taking vacations it's not renting out whatever you can say you know what let me put a long-term person here to cover this mortgage and make some money you know i mm. see so many people getting in these houses man these luxury places and stuff like that, yeah. that they they sub leasing you know now cats ain't renting it out no more and you correct know, correct, it's, correct. It's, it's 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 a mess you know if you don't it's do mess, it right man. so i need yeah, if you don't do it yeah, okay. exactly. I need long, long-term numbers for any short-term rental, for sure.
0: Any short-term rental. Okay, okay. Mm-hmm. So, would you say, instead of the stimulus like Airbnb or or, or verbal, they do have the, let's say, traveling nurses, so to speak. They may mm-hmm. stick around two, three months, 90 days.
1: Well, are you, would, you, would you say that's a good deal, or? Absolutely, absolutely. Okay. Once again, short, short-term rentals, great investment, but mm-hmm. if you cannot afford that mortgage, on the long term, and I'll give you an example. If if um let's say you you rent you you get a short term rental and the mortgage is fifteen hundred dollars mm-hmm. and you look in the market and rents are you know, long term cash tenants, market plan tenants are paying two thousand dollars, right? Mm-hmm. And you're like, Well, I don't wanna make five hundred dollars a month, I wanna make two thousand a month. I'm gonna go short term. That mm-hmm. still works because if all else fails, you can resort back, you know. Exactly. Um, I like it's the same same thing with my model uh when i'm buying a home um i have a few market tenants and i have other programs outside of uh section eight that i deal with okay but section eight pays a little bit less typically you know than the market Mm. so when i do my numbers though i do my numbers off of section eight numbers Mm. you know so i so now i have worst case scenario uh, numbers correct and and then also all my homes rehab to section eight standard to where they nice. would, they would um, pass a section eight inspection. So maybe mm. I go and I deal with Catholic charities on this one. Maybe I go and I deal with uh, housing and health or one of these other programs in Chicago um, that doesn't have such a strenuous inspection, but Correct. I know I can pass a section eight inspection and I know mm. I can support the home with a section eight voucher. I apply nice. that same logic to long-term or short-term rentals like you know let's make sure that the long-term situation makes sense in this home before we go short term because another example a bad example would be if the mortgage is three thousand and the rents two thousand for market and you're like well i'm just going to do short term you're you might be underwater correct you can't get that rolling the dice you're rolling the dice and you know you don't ever want to gamble you want to strategize
0: you, you you mentioned something that, that spiked my, my, my curiosity here. When you go to repair and renovate the property, you specifically mm-hmm. say this is going to be Section 8 standard. Yes. Okay. Okay. And you have that criteria list exactly. The window should be certain is. with the carpet, flooring, appliances has to be. So now, so Section 8, uh, and for those who don't know, that's a program that the city offers um, um, for discount or well to help subsidize homes I guess I take it is it yeah yes yeah, uh,
1: a subsidy program subsidy yeah.
0: program okay and yeah. and so do you once Jane and John Doe whomever comes to you and say hey I want to lease this place uh do you actually put them through an application process or you just pick them off the list and just go with them
1: so How do yeah, you screen? so, so screening looks different for different programs Okay. Right? So if you're a market, I'm going to go all the way, right? Mm. We're going to have to do the whole screening because now we're dealing with uh, a market tenant. Um, With um, um, uh, these other programs, sometimes they have their own screening. Mm. And so sometimes I'll connect with the caseworker or, you know, whichever program. So typically they have their own thing. So it really just varies on the person. But there always is some kind of form of screening. And I do like to meet the tenants. You know, okay. um, and ask them, you know, just, I don't you planning on staying. Just ask a couple of questions. Cause I always tell them, I said, look, I want you to stay. And I want, to, I want this to be a good experience for you. I won't lie to you. I don't want people moving in and out of my house. I want mm. you to stay here. You know, right. I look them in the eye, shaking a hand, and I tell them, you know, this is what I want. And a lot of times when you build that rapport with them um, from a property management standpoint, they'll be like, oh, <laughs> you
0: know. Okay. I see, what I, see what I got going on here. Yeah.
1: Yeah. But like, okay, cool. You know, it's a house. It's nice. It's, it meets the standard. They, I want them to stay, they want to stay and now we have a good thing. I always tell people I think I've had three move outs in my single family homes in the 10 years I've invested.
0: Mm, I was going to ask you what that turnover ratio looks like. Mm-hmm. And, and, and,
1: and and go ahead. And, and two of them were from the old owners. They were moving out before I bought it.
0: Gotcha. Gotcha. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. And, and I was going to ask you that um you go in, you don't make the, you don't make the homes look like Taj Mahal, but you do make them presentable and livable. Just might say, okay, I, I like, I like living here. Absolutely. I try to, I tell clients um, when they buy investment properties, just don't do the lipstick job, right? Pick on a lipstick, mm-hmm. right? Go in, spend a little bit of money. In other words, you don't got to be too high and stuff. Make it look presentable. This way, when you, when your mechanics are taken care of, or sometimes they could be brand new, the chances and the probability of them calling you four and five, six months from now, hey, this needs to be repaired and fixed is slim because you have newer stuff unless they just completely trying to demolish your stuff. Um, Do you have that? And what's your process with that? Something's not working, something's not operating correctly. How do you deal with that?
1: So the things that are gonna cost you the most money are the mechanics. Mm. And by mechanics, I mean, all of the rough now the rough would be considered the plumbing the electrical the furnace foundation you know if there's any foundation uh, issues and Mm -hmm. roofing so Mm -hmm. when it comes to the bones of a property this is where i spend all my money right like i spend i spend good money with good people on the bones and Mm -hmm. then when it's time to close the walls up and and do all the the cosmetics i do something called cheap luxury
0: nice okay so
1: we do we do you know waterproof laminate floors you know solid quartz countertop um um you know nice cabinets you know but nothing you know nothing too crazy on the cabinets and then we paint the walls white or light french gray and and we just keep it we keep it really simple on that side because those are the things that are going to get messed up they're gonna they're going to loosen the doorknobs they're going to scuff the floors even if they're a good tenant, the floors get scuffed, uh, you know. The walls get scuffed, the doorknobs mm. get loose, the the, mm. the 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 faucet or to- toilet gets clogged, or whatever the case mm. may be. These things happen, but you Correct. just want to make sure that the bones, are, mm. you know, are together. The inside, you got to work it from the inside out. So I always tell people, spend the money on the inside, and then you can kind of, you know, flatline on the outside. You know, mm. cheap luxury. Uh-huh. I like that. I like that. I like that. That uh, analogies, gave. Gabe. Uh,
3: Are you looking to join a winning team? Join us as a broker and receive high-level training, mentorship, and an awesome commission structure. If you're interested, visit www.theheadlygroup.com or call us at 336-904-6212. We look forward to partnering with you.
0: Uh, and you get get so many investors wanting to go out the cheap way, so to speak, don't spend as much money on the mechanicals. Then
1: now you got to dig back into the sheetrock because you got a water problem. Man, cheap plumbing, cheap electrical, cheap roof—that's going to cost you big money. If you, if you, it's one of those things. It's kind of like this is how I look at uh, rehabs. You could, um, you could spend the money on healthier food now. Mm-hmm. Or you can eat all the cheap junk you want now, and spend the money on medicine later. <laughs> that's it.
0: Grin now That's
1: it. that's kind of how that's how you look at
0: it. <laughs> that's it, brother. You that's know, it.
1: It's like that's you it. know, it's like you, you go eat this salad right now, bro. You mm-hmm. know, and, and, and these fruit right now.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Or you go eat your you know McDonald's or your French fries, and you go be asking for a pill every four hours. Why, why I got
0: now. this lump growing out of my side?
1: Exactly, yeah. you know. So you can say, "Always, while well, we in there, open these walls up. Let's let's get to it. and Let's get some let's, really good guys in here, and let's do it the right way."
0: Do you do a home inspection on prior to? I'm like, right, right after purchase to get a good idea, or you just kind of go off of checking everything I, out since you've been doing I it I so long. My,
1: I have my contractor walk it. Okay. Um, I don't get. I don't at this stage of the game. I think you've really been, do been doing a, so long. Correct. Yeah, yeah. I don't do a like a real home inspection, but I would suggest to everybody who's getting in real estate, get a home inspection. Correct. Home inspections are very, very important. Mm-hmm. Inspections will help you, help you guide, help guide you on a rehab, and they'll save you from a bad deal for sure. But Correct. typically, you know, before I buy it, I just bring my guy through it. You know, we've been mm-hmm. working for, you know, eight years now of my two-year journey, and he just, he knows what I'm looking for. I know, you know, I know how he works. I know what to look for. We just kind of, you know, there's what, nothing what's that the, can be fixed.
0: Correct. He'll go out there. you say, well, well, let me ask him. I'm quite sure y'all got, you know, with all kinds well, let me back it up. Mm-hmm. The biggest thing with investing in real estate is the money you're spending on GCs, subcontractors to make sure you don't get robbed. And you've developed a relationship with yours to know that I'm quite sure you got to the point whatever he says is like, I, I trust him. Right. And, 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 and even though he give you a number, like, for example, like with my guy, every now and then I got to say, come on, man. It's too hot, man. Uh, you know, I got to yeah, like, sure. bring him back down a little bit. Right? But 90 percent, of, 95 percent of the time is like, OK, let's, let's make it happen. Because like I said, we're on the same page.
1: Um, Absolutely. I, I always tell people, offer value first. Mm. And um, in, in all your relationships, if you can offer value first, the rest will come. And so with my right. GC years ago. When we started, it was just a regular GC investor relationship, but it got to a point where I liked them. And I said, look, man, I know how GCs work. You go from job to job. You're out here bidding on jobs all the time, trying to find work, right? Mm -hmm. I will give you everything I have. I said, I'm not stopping. Correct. Right? (laughs) So you will get every rehab I do. Plus, I'll give you, you know, Section 8 work or whatever work you want. Just make sure the prices are fair. And make That's sure right. that you're consistent. Mm-hmm. And he mm-hmm. was like, you know what? He sees me moving, he sees the value. Now he don't have to look for jobs all the time. He knows Correct.
0: Okay, keep you keep him busy.
1: Exactly. Like I just I told him, I said, Look, I got three more verbals. That's three more rehabs. He's doing a rehab for me right now in Morgan Park. Oh, yeah. You know? Yeah. And so so he just came off a of rehab. <laughs> he's he's on it and now he got three more. So he's and he don't have to look for no work. The jobs are Correct. yours.
2: You job know, you yours. you just do
1: your thing and you know. That way I ain't got to keep bouncing from GC to GC and he don't have to keep finding work. It's just, you know, I just offer them some value. So if you're in a space to offer somebody value, always do.
0: And, and evidently he gets paid per job. You don't pay him like on no salary or anything like that.
1: You know, we've get we we've been talking back and forth about a salary. Um, okay. I, I still pay him per. Um, and, and depending on my production for that year, it gets expensive. Mm-hmm. But we, right now we do per job. But we've been in talks you know, I told him this year I want to hit 50 doors. Um, nice. You know, and, and you know, maybe as I scale beyond that, it might be time to say, hey, man, you know, just come over here.
0: You take you care know? of all maintenance and everything else. Anything goes on. you take yeah, care of so that I, as
1: well. I gave I him, gave, I said, look, I will give you every maintenance call. I'll give you every section of inspection. I'll give you every rehab. But mm-hmm. like, you gotta, you gotta, you know. Take care of it. here, You know, and take well, care well,
0: of me. Well, you know, in his mind, you think you're extremely rich. We you know that, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You took my 50 dollars. You think, oh, he got it. Yeah, so. Yeah, yeah. But he's uh, a fair guy, though. He's, he's a, a fair guy, good though. guy. Yeah, nice, nice, nice. And the reason why I touched on that so much, and I really wanted people to hear that, because I just think the contracting piece on your journey of real estate is so important, because mm-hmm. you got so many people out here who will know that you are inexperienced, or if you are experienced, but you never worked with them before, they, some can take advantage of you, you know? So mm-hmm. that's why it's always great to, probably get two or three quotes until oh, you develop sure. that rapport, like Tyler said, so you can can so you can develop have that rapport where y'all can have a great relationship and continue to work with each other.
1: Oh wait, I always, in the beginning I got a lot of quotes. Um I never gave a lot of money up front. Mm-hmm. Um I was always like a twenty percent down type of guy, if anything. Um and and um yeah you gotta vet people but once you got a guy that's vetted, what I see investors do a lot is they are very short sighted with the G C Mm. And they view them as just a worker and not as a human yeah. being that wants to grow. Also, correct. And so what happens with the investors is they keep trying to stick it to the GC. They oh, keep yeah. trying to short, they hurting it themselves. They keep trying to go cheapo, and it's like, mm. no man, pay that man the money. Paying that man the money so he can feed his family exactly. is going to help you in correct. the long run. Like you know what me, everybody has to eat, you know. And so it's, like I said, how can I, you know, help you? You know, um you know, when I built it up, I said, look, man. It's- You can get all this work, you know. You get all the work now. You now you getting money, you know exactly.
0: And and the thing is, too, word get around. uh, man, right there, cheat. Yeah, like they'll tell others, and they don't want to rock with you, right? So exactly. So, so you need to be watched. So, very, very important. What Tyler just said that you want to make sure you take care of your GCs. So, so let me ask them here. We kind of wrapping things up. Um, what what's your thoughts on which I advise? Uh, potential clients to do just want to get in real estate businesses to actually get a home warranty on your investment properties. Mm. So this way, something occurs, even though like four or $500 a year, but if something really occurs that you could have missed, that mm. home warranty, they'll send somebody out to you, will pay that trip fee $75, $50, but they take care of anything. What's your thoughts on mm-hmm. that?
1: You know, I, I, I haven't done a warranty okay. um, outside of the warranties that come with. things that i fix like typically you buy a furnace or a water tank okay it it has a warranty for uh, a period of time like my roofer guaranteed the roof for so many years um so i haven't done like a aftermarket warranty okay i'm not very familiar with it i don't think it sounds like a bad idea i do know that if um you're scaling I guess that is a big nugget, you know, to pay. Yeah. If, if,
0: and, if it's, you know. And if and, and, and let me say this right here, I'm mean to interrupt you, but uh, in your case, it probably because you take care of your properties. But yeah. if you get El Cheapo, he put this half dishwasher, he got it from Goodwill. Yeah. And chances are going to break down. That home yeah. warranty, you might want to have that because they'll come out there and possibly fix it oh, or replace it.
1: Absolutely. I mean, I'm the guy that's eating the salad and the fruit first, man. I'm the nice. guy, like I said, I, I've learned. You know, um, if you put the money in the beginning of the rehab and the beginning Mm. of the project, you probably Mm. really won't. I'm not going to advise you not to get a warranty, nor am I going to say you don't need a warranty. But Mm -hmm. if you do things right, you do your plumbing right, your electrical, your roof, your furnace. If you do everything right the first time, per my experience, it's hard for it to go wrong. Exactly. You know,
0: very much so.
1: Because when even if they're in there tearing your stuff up you know, it's it's floors, it's paint, it's trim, mm-hmm. it's stuff like mm-hmm. that. It's not mm-hmm. like, it's, you know, as long as you, you know, you got to get it right the first time. You go in, right. you probably should get a warranty because it's going to happen to you. It's going to bite you there.
0: Mm-hmm. And, and the yeah. reason why I know it because I was that guy just being transparent, man, I ain't, yeah. ain't want to spend money. But then I kept realizing, damn, I always got to fix this. I always kept okay, light bulb came on. Take care of it all on the front. And that's what I started yeah. doing. Then this way, the phone calls, the headaches, the stress became minimum to nothing because I addressed Absolutely. it. I ate the salad early. That's what it was. Yep. I took care of it. I took the vitamins early versus eating the junk food. Yes
3: uh, sir. Yes, silent
0: sir. brother, listen, you have definitely lighted the audience as always with a lot of For information, sure. advice. Uh, this brother's in the Chicago area, investor. Are you planning on, I think we asked this before, are you planning on stepping out the backyard mm-hmm. and going
1: to different markets? I want to go in. So, so what, what's, what's coming on in the future is this, this year's goal was to hit 50 doors. Okay. Um, I'm talking to some, some potential partners. I'm thinking about partnering with people and scaling even faster and, going, nice. and getting more um, real estate. And, and, and I'm at a point now where I have a nice space and, and I don't mind being a small part of something really big, you know? Um, Mm. It was hard for me to partner up with people before because a lot of the people I was around, my friends and stuff that I tried to start with weren't Mm. like-minded. Everybody wasn't scared of of, of investing. You know, Mm. everybody holding on to their $10,000, like, you know. And actually, it's probably
0: $5,000 now.
1: It's probably, oh, the price of eggs, yeah. Exactly, right, yeah. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Definitely. So so, um, part of me partnering with people, Um, and, and us maybe doing, um, uh, private equity and syndication is going to be stepping outside the backyard, but there's still a lot of, um, uh, room to grow in Chicago. And I told Mm. myself I'm going to be here, you know, because I got a system here until until I max out, you know, um, I'm in the, um, the uh the I like the Morgan Park area, I like the Roseland area, I like the Pullman area, you know. Mm. Um and um, you know, I'm definitely gonna keep building my portfolio here, but that is what's next. Expansion being a small piece of something large. I, I'm cool with five percent. You know, we get all together and buy it together and I just get my dividend, I'm cool with, you know, partnering with people going forward for sure. Well,
0: you know, I like the concept you just used, uh, uh or just taking a little piece. Yep. and people feel as though hey i I gotta have it all for me and and i I thought about this a while back you know where I got it from is it said would you rather have a hundred percent of a grape or twenty five percent of a watermelon right so <laughs> now got so and that it's only twenty five percent but the piece is so much bigger right Absolutely. um Tylin brother you lighten us with so much great information you know you, you watch the show. Two two golden nuggets. Give it to me. Book quote scripture, anything that keeps Tylen always moving
1: forward that you can pass on to the audience. Go. For sure, for sure. I would say uh, collaboration over competition. Mm. Um, You know, uh, always be a collaborator and not a a competitor when it comes to uh, this this investing thing because even on my journey, even though I own all these homes myself, Mm. I must say that I have a mentor. I have a great relationship with my GC. I have a great relationship with my funder. You know, uh, my tenants and, and without all these moving pieces working together, nothing, I can't do it all on my own. So mm. um, collaboration over our competition and also be, always be an emotionally intelligent investor. Um, um, consider everything and, and, and um, um, don't move selfishly, you know, um, nice. when it comes to, to, to doing deals and transactions, you know, make sure everybody wins and offer some kind of value. And if you offer some type of value, it'll always come back to you for
0: sure. You hear that, people? Tylen just literally dropped two golden nuggets. He gave us about 25 during the show. Yeah, uh, <laughs> Brother, thank you for being on the Headley Group Real Estate Show again. You are an alumni three times. We're going to have you back again fourth very, very soon. You let us totally. know when you're um, ready to jump back on board. Thank you for always supporting. Thank you viewers out to support and continue to watch us to grow. And we'll see you all next time on the Hedley Group Real Estate Show. You guys take sure, care. Thanks for having me, brother. Hey, gang. I hope you really enjoyed that show. Our guests provide us some great tips and insight. And please support them on all social media platforms. And well, while I'm saying that, support us on all social media platforms. And don't forget, watch the entire video on YouTube. We'll see you next time.